whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 8, Episode 17, Up Where We Belong. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? Sure. Mia drops out of school to model full-time despite everyone's protests. It's Holly J versus Miss Dawes when Holly J gets a C on an art assignment. Sav struggles between registering for engineering or music. Sure. Whatever. I it, guess it's so. fine. It's nice that they have all the plots in there. <laughs> um, the episode title is Up Where We Belong, which is based on a 1982 song by Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warnes. It was for the movie An Officer and a Gentleman, and it's the sappiest song ever. <laughs> it just makes me think of Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Also, it doesn't really have anything to do with the episode because nobody's love is lifting anybody up where they belong. No, it doesn't track at all. Um, I mean, I guess it may be in a literal sense. It's like Mia needs to find out like where she belongs, where her priorities are supposed to be. I guess like, like everyone's trying to figure yeah. out like where they belong in terms of the future. So I guess it semi-works, but this song is about, like, the sappiest love that I've ever loved. So, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't really work. It is semi-okay, maybe. But, whatever. The episode starts with a little Miss Sauvé montage where Mia and Sav and Holly J and Anya are... And everybody is, like, being interviewed by her to figure out, like, what their plans are going to be for the next semester for, like, classes or something. And this is also where we find out that Mia is failing. Which is not a big surprise. Yeah. She's got a lot going on. It's also where we discover that Sav feels pressured to do, like, engineering, but he really just wants to focus on his music, man. Um... But yeah, she's failing because of modeling, and Miss Ove is worried about her, and she's like, whatever, I can do both. And then the same theme song plays. Well, and also Holly J is like, I'm going to be fine. I do everything. And there's that whole deal. And um, can we get into fashion? Yeah. Mia's wearing a cool leather jacket, and Sav needs a haircut. Oh, his hair's so bad. I feel like his jaw got more, like, pronounced. Or defined. I feel like his jaw is more prominent. I don't know. Um, Mia's hair also continues to look amazing. So good. Um, all of the like beauty for the modeling stuff is bonkers, though. It's so sparkly. Yeah. Same with the earrings and stuff. Um, also, at one point, Sav is wearing a t-shirt that says, Be the Change, yep. because of course he is. Wrote that down. Um, oh, at one point, Mia is wearing like this like gingham blazer thing that's kind of giving me Heather's vibes and I didn't hate it. When Mia is um, resigning from school, her outfit's crazy. She's wearing like 
one of those like taxi driver caps. Oh yeah, and like this bulky white sweater with this. It's like extremely, a sw- it's like a white sweater dress. I feel like yeah, with like an extremely tight giant belt, and yeah. none of, of it works. Course. None of it. We're works. in the era of humongo belts, just enormous. And but like the hat doesn't match anything, and the belt doesn't work with the. I don't know. I hate it's it. It's all bad. All bad. Um. But when she's like at Isabella's school or whatever and talking to her mom and her mom's like, why did you do this? I like didn't approve of this. She had a really awesome coat on. It was like really pretty. Um, I don't know if I have anything else. Me neither. Yeah, that's it. All right, cool. Um, but yeah. So then we're in Queen Kwan's class and Mia super bombed her English test and was like 50 something percent. And Anya's like, I messed up too. And it's like a 79 percent, which like I get that that's it's like, oh, that sucks. You got to see. But your friend just totally failed. Maybe don't show your grade to her and be like, me too. Seriously. Um, like that's very nearly a B minus. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... Mia goes up to talk to Queen Kwan and is like, hi, like, can you please help me out? Like, I really don't want to fail this term. She's like, all right, I'll make your end of term, like, speech count towards 60% of your grades so you can try to pull your grade up. Which is so lenient for her. Yeah, she's, like, helping her out a lot, which is very nice of her. And the speech assignment is, where do you see yourself in five years and why? Like, what is that assignment? I don't know. I don't understand. That's not academic at all. That's not. I mean, I think it's like a public speaking assignment rather than like what the content of your speech is. So I think it's just it's something that I think it's to show that you can like put together a speech for like a certain amount of time and deliver it appropriately. I don't think it really matters what you're talking about. It's still a dumb assignment. I don't know. Um, And then. Mia and Anya are starting to walk out of class and Anya's like, oh, study session tonight? And Mia's like, definitely, unless, oh no, I have to work as she's checking her phone. And Anya's like, well, you finished your speech, right? It's due tomorrow. And Mia's like, of course I have, when she totally has not. Definitely has not. Also, okay, Mia keeps having these modeling jobs at night that like work out really well for after school. That's not how But it in works. my experience, that's not how photo shoots work. Like, unless you're doing, like, a night shoot outside. But this is all, like, in studios. Yeah, I like, don't know. These people are not, like, starting work at 7 p.m. <laughs> that's not what's happening here. Yeah. It's not practical. It doesn't make sense. Like, it's an all-day thing. Like, she would not be able to be in school and full-time modeling. Because oh, totally not. She can't do this, like, on nights and weekends. That's not how, at least at a, in editorial, that's not how that works. No. Like, you work during work hours. I, I mean, you work late, but you work during work hours. Like, you will, for the most part, like, I've never seen a photo shoot start later than, like, 2 p.m. <laughs> and even then, it was, like, because it was a celebrity, and it's, like, just, like, fitting them into, like, the time that they can be there. Yeah. I don't know. They're like, it works. It's fine. It's Degrassi. Everything works out fine. Um, But then we're in art class and Blue got an A on his assignment because it makes the teacher feel lonely. Um, And then she goes over to Holly J's painting, which is just a bowl of fruit. And she's like, I mean, I guess it's technically fine, but you'd 
there's nothing emotional about it, which was the assignment. It was to show like your emotional interpretation of this bowl of fruit. And Holly J's like, the fuck are you talking about? I drew the bowl of fruit. Give me an A. And the teacher's like, no, you didn't follow the assignment, but because you did a good job drawing it, I will just give you a C. And Which Holly she's J being, will not stand her for. teacher is being very like fair because she's like, I mean, you didn't do it right, but I'll give you credit for trying. Yeah. And Holly J is like, what are you talking about? I did it right. Blah. Yeah, she's freaking out. And she's like, I did it right. Which like, no, you did not. You are not listening. She's You're not listening to the fucking assignment. Dummy. Yeah. Holly J has no business trying to be an artist. It reminds me. Did you read that Meg Cabot book? All American Girl? No. Oh, well, she's like taking art classes and her teacher and they actually have to draw a bowl of fruit and she draws a bowl of fruit, but she doesn't draw the bowl of fruit in front of her. She draws like a technically perfect bowl of fruit. But the teacher's like, that's not the bowl of fruit I told you to draw. She's like, but it looks good. She's like, that's not what I told you. It's very reminiscent of that scene from that book for me. Anyway, dudes practice. They continue to be grating on my ears, but at the same time, this song is probably the best one that they've had. Yeah, their music has improved. Their lyrics are still physically painful to listen to and don't make any sense. And then Sav is talking about how he's like, oh, trying to choose between engineering and music. And Peter and Spinner are like teasing him about how he has to plan out his whole life. And like, you're only 17, dude. Like, way to give up on your dreams now. And... They're talk like Peter's talking about how like he and Anya are gonna get married and have kids, and then Spitter says something gross, which is like, "Kids conceived Josh Groban's best of." I'm like, can we not Ew. talk about the conception of future children? Ew. And it's like, oh, what is Sav to do? He wants to follow his heart, but he feels pressured to go into engineering because of his parents. Where? I'm just so bored by this. I'm bored by this entire episode. <laughs> Um, but then Holly J like grab has blues painting and her painting and finds the chef and is like, which one do you like better? And he points at hers and she's like, yeah, that's what I thought too. But Miss Dawes gave me, said like, gave me a C and she gave this one an A and then he's like, oh, okay, well then, yeah, then that one must be better. Like I, like the teachers are always right. And I'm like, Holly J, the days are gone where you're looking for validation from the chef because he's like turned a new leaf now since his weird suspension thing i don't know yeah but also like the shep would think that the like technically good but like artistically fucking boring is the better painting yeah um but then we are at mia's shoot and it's running three hours behind oh no and she's like trying to work out but if you're three hours behind it seems like you're not doing anything at this moment and you could try to work on your assignment well she is she's and just she's not trying good at to it. she's just bad at it um but she's stressing out and that's that scene um but then the next day sav like walks past this room where mr what's his name valor Something i truly like have that. no idea we have we've never seen this man we've before, never correct? seen him either okay. you know he it's like the music teacher, I guess. Oh, yeah. So Sav is deba- debating between doing physics or like the special music program that's only going to be available in this next semester or something. And so he passes by the classroom where the music teacher guy is like playing. Is that a mandolin? What is that instrument? I don't know what it is. It's like a teeny tiny guitar, but it's not a ukulele. It seems like a mandolin. And 
like he's like essentially like luring Sav into trying out for this like music course thing. And he's also like telling him like what kind of future options he could have in music, like music producer or something else. Composer, I can't Composer, yeah. audio engineer. Yeah. Et cetera. And Sav was like, oh my God, I don't know. And he like starts playing the mandolin and the teacher's like, you just tuned that by ear in less than a minute. Like you should try out for this. And Sav was like, gotta go by. <laughs> Sav needs to lighten up a little. Yeah. I feel like he's putting too much pressure on himself. But also his parents are putting pressure on him. Yeah. But then he's always like conflicted with the whole like, I have to do what my dad says, but I have to follow my heart. Mm -hmm. It's very annoying. Yeah. Like we get it. But then we are in Queen Kwan's speech class, I guess. English speech class. And... It's time for everyone to go up and give their speeches. And Mia's literally working on her speech while everyone else is going up. Like, she hasn't finished it at because all. Because she doesn't know what she wants to do. She writes down, like, architect question mark. And Sav is like, why? And she's like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Also, like, Mia, I feel like you're bad at math. You should not be an architect. Also, you already are working. Maybe just go with the model thing. Talk about being a model. Talk about being a model. You're li- that's literally what you're doing right now. Probably what you'll be doing in five years. Probably. Um, and then it's finally her turn to go. Oh, wait, up. can we talk about everyone else's speeches really fast? Oh, yeah. Anya wants to be a veterinarian. Because she loves helping animals. It's a very boring speech. Sav is like, I'm going to be an engineer. But he has a good speech. He has, like, all these good reasons that aren't just, like, my dad, my dad thinks. told me to. Yeah, <laughs> my dad thinks I should. Um, what did Holly J want to do? I don't know. I, I don't wasn't remember. listening to what she wanted to do. I don't remember. Um, but then it's finally Mia's turn, and she just starts making shit up. She sees a girl wearing, like, an aquarium T-shirt, and she's like, marine biology, sure, because I really like dolphins. I don't know. And then she's, like, fucking it up, and Queen Kwan is like, you need to sort out your priorities. Like, you need to figure it out. Like, you did such a bad job. You just cost you – this just cost you your term. And it's just, like – and then Mia just like walks out of class and it's like, oh no, sorry, bye. Um, but then we're, and then she goes to pick up Isabella from ballet and they've just stopped giving this child lines because she can't deliver them. She just says, mommy, and then has to react to whatever Nina Dobrev is doing. At least she's reacting. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I just, I hated Angie so much that like everyone is better by comparison. I don't know. This child is, does not know how to act, <laughs> um, but whatever. And yeah, Mia Super shows up cute, to though. like ballet class and the mom is like, oh, the teacher just says we have to like pay more money for something next week. I don't remember why. She was saying that the teacher was saying that in order for uh, Isabella to move up, she should be taking three classes a week. Oh, right. Which I feel like is the teacher trying to just get more money out of them because I took, I took ballet at that age. You don't learn a lot. You don't need to take that many classes when you're like four. She's like, yeah, she's like four. Yeah. You don't need to take that many classes. Like you start Definitely taking like not. multiple classes a week if you really want to get into it by the time you're like probably like seven or eight. But yeah. four. She's still way too young. Four, you're still like trying to figure out what you're actually doing. Four is still like. Point your toes, plie. Like, I took dance classes when, like, since I was, like, very little. And, like, there were just, 
there are some points where you just like run around the room because the, the kids have so much energy. Exactly. It's like just run in circles for a while. <laughs> yep. This is still like ginger snap age in the Nutcracker. Like you're not doing a whole lot. Truly. Um, but then, but the, but Mia's like, well, Isabella loves it, so she's going to do it. She's like, I can do it. I work. I can pay for this now. Whatever. And her mom's like, I was unsure about this modeling thing, but now I'm happy you do it. And it's just like, more pressure to keep modeling. And then... Which is what Mia wants to be doing anyway. I know. I don't get... I don't... I mean, I get she's like falling behind in school, but she's... It seems like she wants to be modeling, so I'm like, why don't you just get your GED and model, and then you can figure out what you want to do later if you don't like it anymore? I don't know. I feel like that's not a terrible plan. Seriously. But she's getting all this guilt and like pressure from her friends who are like, you can't quit school. Um, But that comes later. But then she's at a modeling shoot and she's talking to surprise, surprise, fucking Shay Mitchell from Pretty Little Liars is in this episode. Super weird. And she's like, and then she's, and then Mia's like, how do you balance it with school? And she's like, I dropped out of school. Like, after I got my first modeling contract, like, whatever. And she's like, girls like us need to cash in while we can. This is our prime. And then Mia's, and then the next scene, Mia is immediately like, okay, I'm going to drop out of school. I mean, she makes a decent point, though. Like, especially, like, Like, if if you're not, like, a super famous supermodel, like, you only have a certain amount of time that you can have this job. Yeah, and if it's what you want to do, it's like, Just get your GED and ride. Like, you don't need to be in school if you're already doing what you want to do and you're good at what you're doing. And it's not like she was trying to be some, like, academic before this. She was just, like, doing it because she had to be there. Yeah, because she was legally obligated to go to school. Um, But, yes, in the next scene, she's like, all right, dropping out. And Miss Sobe is like, are you sure? And she's like, yep. Um, and then she carries, so, and Miss Sobe is like, um, make sure to clean out your locker. And Mia walks out of the school with a big box full of her stuff like she just got fired at her office job. <laughs> I, like, expected a plant and a stapler to be in there. It was, like, just very, it was just strange. It was a strange prop choice. And then stupid Peter runs out and is like, Mia, oh. I just heard, like, wait, like, you're making a huge mistake. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, Fuck you, I can do what I want. Basically, she's like, you have everything handed to you. I'm working for like what I'm I need doing to this. Have. I'm doing this to support my child and myself. Like, I don't I can't do school anymore. And he's and like And then of course, classic fucking dude <laughs> is like, Is this about us? And is this about me? And she's like, What? Get, she's like, no. get over yourself and walks away. Just like, fuck you, Peter. To which we, about you. To which we all say, Yeah, same. Idiot. Fuck you, Peter. Um but then Holly J walks into art. Oh, yeah. So the teacher said she could, like, try her art thing again to try to, like, make up her grade. And then Holly J walks in with a Jackson Pollock ripoff and is like, hey, she wanted abstract. And she's like, I know who fucking Jackson Pollock is. You copied this from a textbook. You're going to stay with your same grade, which, which is also very fair because she just plagiarized essentially for her assignment, but she's still getting a C. She should have failed her. Also, she just, like, insulted her intelligence by thinking that the art teacher isn't going to recognize Jackson Pollock. Honestly. And then Holly J, who is such a fucking whiner, and she's like, eh, you can't do that. Like, this isn't... Di- like, I can copy stuff out of the book for, like, 
geography or whatever. Like, why should it be any different? And the art teacher's like, because this is a different class. Like, this is art that doesn't work that way. Why doesn't Holly J understand what art is? I don't understand. And then Holly J is like, just because you failed at art and you're a teacher doesn't mean you should take it out on me. Like, Susie can do teach, right? And she's being just so rude. She's being a real dick about it. And then the teacher's like, I think you should excuse yourself. And the teacher is also just like so calm and cool and collected. And she's like, Please leave. Like, She's I high. don't want to deal with this. She's definitely a little bit stoned. Because otherwise, this would not have ended well. Um, yeah, it's stupid. She's a goddamn idiot. Um, but then... She has no business trying an art class at all. She, like, is not willing to... Uh, I just... Mm. I know. Why Holly is she J. taking art in the first place? I don't, I don't get it. Um, but then... The next scene, Sav is confronting his dad about wanting to explore music. And his dad is like, I mean, I loved the accordion, but I didn't go after that. Like, you need to be able to support yourself. Like, I didn't give up everything to study to raise you here. And I don't know. It's like all like classic, like parent parental pressure to be like, I didn't do all this. So you could like throw it away on music. It's always music. And also, like, who loves the accordion? (laughs) Apparently, Sav's dad. Sav's dad and, like, people. Weird Al. Weird Al. um, People in, like, the Parisian metro. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But then, like, the next scene, Sav's, like, trying out for the music thing, I guess, despite his dad. He's like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. And he's playing the trumpet. I'm like, does, can he just play every instrument? I, I think that's what they're trying to imply. To be he's like, like a musical genius. He's like... He's a prodigy. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's weird. Because, like, since when does he even play the trumpet? Like, have you ever even picked one up before? How do you just know how to do this? He's that doesn't just, make any sense. He's just immediately good. Which makes me think that, like, you know what? I would like to see Sav in a ska band. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I want to see how that would go. Oh, no. I'm curious. Um, But, yeah, he tries out for the music class thing and is playing the trumpet flawlessly. Like, he's nervous at first and it's bad. And then he's like, oh, wait, hold on. And then he just plays the trumpet. Um, And then Holly J is outside, like, failing at doing the assignment for art. And then Blue comes by and is like, there's no right or wrong answer. Just try. Like, how do you feel now? And she's, she's like, like, like a disaster. He's, he's like, like go with that. Oh, blue. You're so pretty. I know. Um, and then she like crumples up the paper. But then she's like, wait, I can go with this. Um, so she has some inspiration. But then the next scene, Mia's mom is yelling at her because she did not give her permission to drop out of school. To which I say, how was she able to do this in the first place? Because I'm pretty sure she's not 18. I don't know. I feel like her mom would have had to sign off on it. Yeah, exactly. And I think they're at Isabella's school and she's like going to pick up, going to pick her up, but they're fighting about how she's like dropped out of school. And And there's this, there's this, of course, a sign on the wall that says, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because that's like the theme of this episode. Mm -hmm. And her mom is talking about how she used to want to be everything, including a vampire slayer, which like girl saying we all did. (laughs) We've seen Buffy. Um, Although she grew up to be the opposite of that because she becomes a vampire on the CW. It's just true. like, oh, that's a spoiler alert. She goes to hang out with vampires on the CW. Um, true fact. Whatever. Um, 
but then, but like also i mean and she mentions it in her speech later but like of course she wanted to be everything when she was a kid but like her life changed she's allowed her, to change her mind about what she wants to do when she gets older yeah and especially since she has a kid like she her priorities are different now than exactly. they were when she was like young and could do whatever she wanted and the world was her oyster now yeah. she's qualified to do like one thing and that is be attractive exactly and like take care of her child because like that is like that's what where her priorities are that, that's what she has the bandwidth for right yeah. now like she can only do so much yeah uh but then then it's like the next day and shantae is giving her a speech and she of course wants to be like a tabloid journalist I've, she yeah. wants to report on juicy gossip of course she does I'm like that makes i sense. wrote the same thing i was like yeah that tracks that shantae wants to be like a fucking gossip columnist yeah and then Mia, like, walks into the class, and Queen Kwan is like, you're not allowed to be here. And she's like, I just re-registered. And uh, she's like, I want to give my speech. And she's like, that's not fair to the students. Like, you had your chance, da-da-da. And Mia's like, please let me. And she's like, all right, only if the, the class agrees. And then Anya and Holly J are like, yeah, we want to hear it. Of course we, like, are fine with her giving her speech. Which, like, maybe everyone else should have been able to weigh in instead of just Anya and Holly J. Whatever. But I was surprised that Holly J was like, do it. Yeah. Holly J's feeling good. And then Mia gives a speech of being like, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. But, like, things changed for me when I was 13 and I had a child. And now I just have to figure out what I want to do and gives, like, a nice speech. It's all very uplifting and there's, like, a montage of everyone, like, just figuring out their shit. Sav gets permission from his dad and he, like, yeah, he, explains all the things he can do. And he's like, and if I want to take physics later and I change my mind, I can't. Which, like, also is true. Like, it's not going to be too late for him to be an engineer. Yeah. Like, you can go study for that, like, late in life. Like, And his dad is being very supportive. He's being cool. You don't need to take engineering in high school to be able to do it in college either. Like, yeah, that's not. It probably just like gives you a better, like a leg up to get into school for that. It's just not how that works. Yeah. But yeah, so that gets nicely buttoned up. And then Holly J shows her painting to Ms. Dawes. And she's like, this is a Sinclair original. It's great. And And Holly J is like, it's so ugly. What are you talking about? And but like, I actually didn't hate it. And her teacher's like, but you fucking did what I told you to do. You did the assignment. This is the right one. And Holly J's like, what? Okay, whatever. Holly J does not get art. And then the teacher's like, so I guess I probably won't see you in art next semester. And Holly J's like, um, no, but maybe art appreciation. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, yeah, Holly J has no business being in an art class. No. That's If we've learned anything from this experience, it's that. And then Sav and Anya are like walking in the halls and he's this is when he's wearing that Be The Change shirt and he's like, my dad said I could do the music program. Yay. And then Mia like comes up and she's like, and Anya hugs her and she's like, we missed you so much. And she's like, I was only gone for a day, but I'm back now. I've limited my modeling schedule to just holidays and weekends or something. It was holidays and the summer. In the summer. Which is not how that That's not works. How it works. But sure, like, she's I know, back at school. Like I, I know of models who like get pregnant and then become pregnancy models and then have a baby and then go right back into modeling. Like it's not like a thing that you're like, I can do this on like once every six months. Like you're not gonna get any jobs no, that way. No, you need like especially like I feel like any field like that, like any art situation or anything that's like 
you know, it, that you have to like really like and climb up is for. Also, yeah, it's extremely competitive. If you yeah. drop off, someone else is waiting to just take your place. Exactly. Like any sort of job where you have to like really like claw your way up to get into it, like you will be replaced. It's not just like a thing that you can drop off the face of the earth. Like you need to be like in the eye all the time. Like people need to see you so they will keep booking you. Otherwise, they will forget you exist. Yeah, I'm annoyed that her entire like her family and her friends all just pressured her into going back to school when I feel like she like didn't need to like she could have just continued modeling and gotten a GED gotten a GED or did like independent study or something that worked like with whatever her schedule was I know so many people who got GEDs and then went to college like I I know several high school dropouts who got their GEDs and like went on to like decent schools and my one friend who got her GED, she dropped out of high school. She got her GED. She did, like, she did all of her undergrad. She transferred from, like, a community college to, like, you know, like, a state school for undergrad. And then she went to fucking, like, Fordham for grad school. Like, you just fucking work your way up. You There's not hustle. just one path to college. No. And she has a really good job now. Yeah. And also, like... Even if, like, if she had gotten her GD and then went off modeling and took time off between, like, high school and college, she still would have been able to get into college later. And even, like, having the work experience could have, like, helped her be prepared to, like, go back into college. Like, that could be your, like, your personal statement. And that's, like, a different angle. And it probably could help you get into, like, cool colleges or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there is not just one direct path. She does not have to do this. Like, I just, uh, it frustrates me. Like, my mom took six years off in between high school and college. Yeah, you're allowed to, like, move at your own pace and move in your own, like, path. I don't know. Whatever. These people are very narrow-minded. Definitely. And then Holly J walks by and is like, okay, good. Like, you're lucky I let you back in, which doesn't make any sense. And she's like, with great responsibility comes great power. And Sav is like, that's wrong. I know my Spider-Man because, of course, he does. And she's like, whatever. And I'm like, of course, she flopped it that way. She's like, nobody's perfect. And then everyone's like happy and like hugging each other. And it felt like a weird season finale, even though it's not. It felt like a super boring season finale. Yeah. And then the episode ends and I'm like, all right, fine. I feel like nothing happened. (laughs) Yeah. I don't. I just whatever. It was it was like a nothing episode, but it did. It felt like like a nothing season finale, kind of like the dance one. Yeah. It felt like nothing. Felt like nothing happened. Um, but that's the end. Um, we do have a YouTube comment. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> uh, this is from a non-account one year ago. And it says, I hope a haircut is part of Sav's plan. <laughs> Same. It's terrible. Um, all right. So Spirit Squad captain of the episode. I feel like nobody. Maybe Blue for helping Tolly J with her art eventually yeah. i get, i'm also gonna go with sav because he like that's true. stood up yeah. to his dad sav. and got what he wanted there we go that's a good one um ship maybe kind of holly j and blue he's yeah like he's like warming up to her again and i'm all, all about it me too agreed um moral of the episode 
you can, I feel like we said it already. Like you can move at your own pace and on your own timeline in your own direction to get to wherever you want to be. Yeah. Like, but that's definitely not the moral. But that's of the not episode. the moral. That's what we want that, to. That's our moral. Preach. That's the moral of this podcast episode. Maybe the moral is like stay in school. It's, it's stay in school and like, like I don't know. Maybe like you have to fail to learn how to succeed. I don't yeah, know. something I guess. like that. Fine. Take chances. I don't know. Um, sure. But grapevine. We have an email from Becca. And she says, hi, ladies, it's been a while since I emailed, but life got busy and I'm just now getting updated on your episodes. Currently pausing everything she wants to send this because on the last one I listened to, you girls asked for more games. I've seen these on Tumblr and I thought it'd be fun if you chose an OTP of yours to answer the questions for. If you want to do Emma Sean, I wouldn't mind. So I'm sure Holland will want to do Emma Sean. We can do Emma Sean, but I was also thinking maybe Allie and Johnny DeMarco based on the last episode. Because they're like, they're like the like. Sean and Emma is my like OTP overall, but I feel like if we want to stay in where we are in the timeline, also, I feel like Johnny and Allie are OTP of the moment. Let's do that because also I'm feeling all of the Allie and Johnny yeah, DeMarco feelings after the, the last episode. episode. We just watched. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who's more dominant? Allie. Allie. Who's the cuddler? Also Allie. Allie. But I feel like also Johnny. I feel I like they're, they're both. I think they both are. Um, who's the big spoon, little spoon? I mean, Johnny DeMarco's obviously big spoon. Yeah. Allie's so tiny. She's so little. What's their favorite non-sexual activity? Um, hanging out in the ravine? No, but it, Allie doesn't usually go there. I don't know. We haven't really seen them do anything else. Well, other the, than like make out. They wanted to go to a movie at one point. Okay, going to the movies. Sure. Who uses all the hot water? Allie. Allie. Most trivial thing they fight over? Something stupid Allie thinks. Like, I feel like Allie expecting, like, some kind of rom-com situation out of their relationship and Johnny being like, that's not how it works. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, who does most of the cleaning? Johnny. Yeah. Um, what has a season pass on their DVR slash who controls the Netflix queue? Allie controls everything. She does control everything. Who calls up the super landlord when the heat's not working? Johnny DeMarco. Yep. Who leaves their stuff around? Allie. I feel like both. <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> their apartment would be a disaster. <laughs> who remembers to buy the milk? I feel Johnny. Like, yeah, I feel like Johnny DeMarco. <laughs> who remembers anniversaries? Allie. Allie. Who cooks normally? Why do I feel like Johnny? I feel like they order takeout. That's true. <laughs> How often do they fight? I feel like all one the time. I feel like constant every day. <laughs> Once a week. What do they do when they're away from each other? I mean, text. Yeah, definitely. sext. They definitely sext. Um, and they they definitely just miss each other. Yeah. Oh, they're so cute. They're so cute. Um, nicknames for each other. Well, backwoods. Backwoods, obviously. Or just Bandari. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, actually, I feel like we forgot to talk about it in the last episode, but after they had sex and he came up behind her and was like, backwoods, what's the matter? She's like, don't call me that. And then later he starts calling her Bandari instead of backwoods, which I think is cute. I like that. he listened to her. He listens because he loves her. I don't know why she would call him, though. Probably something gooey. Yeah. Ooey gooey. 
Something that like Paige would like, have called. Like my bad boy or like something stupid something, like that. Something extremely dumb. Yeah. Um, who is more likely to pay for dinner? Johnny DeMarco. Johnny. I feel like he tries to be a gentleman. Who steals the covers at night? Allie. Oh, yeah. What would they get each other for gifts? Well, he got her that cute little necklace. I know. He definitely gets her anything heart-shaped. She would probably get him, like, cologne or, like, clothing. Or, like, something for him to wear that she would want him to wear that he probably would never wear. 100%. Like, something like that. Who kissed who <laughs> first? Shampoo, hopefully. What? Who kissed who first? I can't remember. I think that they kissed each other, and then it was Allie's first kiss because she made a squeak yeah, noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was like it a was mutual. It was like a mutual, like, yeah. Who made the first move? Allie. Oh, yeah. Who remembers things? Allie. Who started the relationship? Allie. <laughs> Who cusses more? Johnny. Yeah. What would they do if the other one was hurt? They would run to their side. Well, Allie would run to their side. Johnny DeMarco would beat the crap out of whatever uh, hurt whoever, them. Yeah. Yeah. And then run to her side. Yeah. He's a sweetie pie. He's the best. Who's the dirty talker? Johnny DeMarco. Johnny DeMarco. Obviously. Uh, head cannon. I don't know. I don't have one really. I don't know. My just, my, just my head cannon is that it's they just love what each they other. Are. Yeah. I just love them so much. Oh, and then she says, you obviously don't have to do all of these if it gets too long. Well, Oops. we did all of them. But just an idea. And, oh, and then she says. She loves the new theme song. She loves the new theme song. So and do she, we. And she also compliments us. But I don't want to read the compliment because it's, it's nice. Thank you. Thank you. And we also love the theme song, which shout out to Jay again for the awesome theme song. Yes. Also, thank you for giving us a game because we do love them. We love games, you guys. <laughs> Send us more fucking games. We yeah. will do all the games. This reminded me of like one like one of those MySpace bulletin posts that yeah, you would totally. just fill in all your own answers and share it and it would go around. Or like the later iteration were like Facebook notes, which also don't exist anymore. Oh my God, I loved like, the MySpace. Turn, turn your iPod on shuffle and oh my answer God. the questions with each song that comes up. I oh did my so God. many of those. Me too. Yeah, they were so good. Um, but yeah, but thank you. That is all the grapevine that we have today. So if you want to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at Degrassi Pod or on Instagram at Degrassi Pod. You can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. We're on all of the podcast streaming apps like iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker. Like anything. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi fan fiction about you on the spot, on the show. You can also find us on Patreon. We have lots of cool rewards up there if you want to check it out. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hollandtacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. What are you going to be recommending to the people today? Um, it's not like a new album or anything, but it's an album that I really am enjoying right now. Uh, it's Talon of the Hawk and the band is the Front Bottoms and you should go listen to that because it's extremely good. Cool. I am going to give more of like a shout out. I went to my first cat cafe uh, last weekend. It was the Brooklyn Cat Cafe. And I want to give a little shout out to them because right now it's kitten season and they need like all the help that they can get. So I'm going to recommend donating to the Brooklyn Cat Cafe 
and check out their website and there's like a place for you to donate stuff because they are bombarded with kittens right now and they need all of the help that they can get and that's what i'm recommending but kitten season sounds adorable it's adorable but it's also like tragic because like there it's like there isn't enough space for all of the kittens to get help and they need all the help that they can get oh my god i need a kitten i know or just visit a, your local cat cafe and donate to them because i think it's just like kitten season all around so yeah but anyway that is all that we have for you guys today thank you for listening and goodbye panthers bye panthers